You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What a difference 48 hours can make, and thankfully for the Braves organization, that difference is nothing but a positive outcome. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your day. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSB, and across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And to be honest with you, it's from the it's the latest from Atlanta and Gwinnett. When I talk about, you know, what a difference that 48 hours can make, let's backtrack a little bit to, to Sunday. You know, coming into the season, I think it, it would be fair to say that just as many eyes of Braves country would be on the daily starters at Gwinnett as it would be on the daily starters in Atlanta. And this is from, you know, a lot of the roster decisions that were made during spring training when it came to the Braves starting rotation. Ian Anderson and Bryce Elder sent down to AAA in the middle of spring training. Kyle Wright and uh, Mike Soroka sent to AAA to get back to, you know, being fully healthy to hopefully make an impact in Atlanta at some point. And then, of course, Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd both making their Major League Baseball debuts within the first five games of the season. Certainly a lot of unexpected developments for the Braves starting staff, but the end result was both the performance in Atlanta and the performance for the Stripers in Gwinnett both being intriguing. And this became even more important when unexpectedly and unfortunately Max Freed went down with a hamstring injury as, as he was officially placed on the 15-day IL. We'll discuss that a little bit later on in the episode. But the other interesting factor in this is that while eyes were on Gwinnett and Atlanta, throughout the next few weeks, there's going to be several days where we're going to see, you know, a very intriguing name start in Atlanta and a very intriguing name start in Gwinnett on the same day. And I backtrack to Sunday because that was the first time we saw that occurrence when it was Jared Schuster starting for Atlanta and Ian Anderson starting for Gwinnett. And let's be honest, neither start was ideal. Jared Schuster had a very rough start. You know, in Washington against the National led to the Braves' only loss of the season so far. Ian Anderson obviously did not get out of the first inning for the Stripers in what was a very discouraging start for him. So, so the first round of seeing, you know, intriguing names in Atlanta and Gwinnett pitching on the same day wasn't the best of starts, but thankfully on Tuesday, the ship was righted quite a bit. It's both Dylan Dodd and Mike Soroka. Dylan Dodd in St. Louis for the Braves, Mike Soroka on the road for Gwinnett. Both pitchers performed quite well, and of course, of most importance, 
is definitely the fact that the Braves were able to get their fourth win of the season, a 4-1 to victory over the Cardinals. But we'll first start with, you know, Mike Soroka. Soroka on the evening worked three and two-thirds innings, did not allow a walk, only one earned run, and three strikeouts. But most importantly was the fact that the velocity, the crispness of Michael Soroka's stuff certainly was on display. He looked like the pitcher that had clear control over his stuff. Again, throughout all his injury issues over the past few years, the thing is is that it's mainly impacted Soroka's legs, right? His lower body. His arm has never really been impacted by injury directly itself. But it was really good to see the Christmas, the control, just the overall command that had defined Mike Soroka as being one of the best young pitchers in baseball before he got injured. It was great to see that on display once again, obviously, more than likely, he'll be making a few more starts for Gwinnett, but a great start to the season for Mike Soroka, for Michael Soroka. And then Dylan Dodd in St. Louis, he didn't look dominant. He didn't look like he was overpowering, or he didn't look like, you know, he didn't look to the level of a Spencer Strider, but I don't think anybody was expecting him to be that way, but he looked in control. There were a few mistakes. He didn't have the best of command and may have gotten a bit lucky against the Cardinals offense, but Dylan Dodd looked in control and he was very efficient to start off the game. Austin Riley provided an early lead and then Orlando Arcia added on to make the score three to nothing. Eventually it would be four to nothing on a Sean Murphy single. So the good thing for Dodd, just as we had discussed on yesterday's hammer, was that if he could keep the Cardinals lineup quiet early on, the way the Braves offense was clicking, it shouldn't be able to give him a lead to work with, and that's exactly what occurred. But Dylan Dodd on the night, five innings pitch against the Cardinals, and the great thing about it is, again, is the efficiency. Um, Dodd, five innings pitch, did allow six hits, but no walks, three strikeouts. He was able to limit the damage of what he could control, and then when runners were on base, he was able to work out of the jam, you know, and a couple of double plays as well. So overall, just an outstanding development, an outstanding performance for Dylan Dodd as he was able to get his first career win. And once again, he was able to show that in the early going of this season, while the Braves may not get many dominant performances from their starting pitching, they at the very least, hopefully, will get pitchers who can go five to six innings and limit the opposition enough for the Braves to take control of the game through their offense to get the job done. So it definitely is a complete 180 in terms of positivity for the Braves when it comes to their organizational pitching. After the struggles of Schuster and Ian Anderson in Atlanta and Gwinnett, on Sunday, it's great to see that Dylan Dodd and Mike, Michael Soroka were able to put together some positive performances for the Braves pitching-wise on Tuesday. But of course, that wasn't the only storyline from the game against the Cardinals. The other storyline, the huge storyline, once again, remained Ronald Acuna Jr. And it wasn't this time with him hitting a home run. He had two hits in the game, a run. Overalls at stolen base now, two homers, two stolen bases on the season. I know a lot of people are very interested to see if he can reach 40-40. But Ronald Acuna Jr. in tonight and yet last night's game reminded us of just how much he can impact the game in different ways. It was two outfield assists, including one towards the late part of the game where he threw out Tyler O'Neill. 
he was able to get the job done in the outfield, limiting the rallies for the Cardinals on multiple occasions that helped the Braves maintain the lead in order to get the victory. And that's the biggest takeaway from all. When we talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. being 100% healthy, and, and most importantly, him once again having the full trust and the full capability of the natural talent that he has, it's not just in terms of seeing the improvements at the plate, seeing the power behind the baseball when he swings now versus last year, but it's also the fact, it's a reminder, he could be a difference maker in right field. He's got one of the best right field arms in the game. And you just do not see that in many ballplayers. We talk about true five-tool talent, a stolen base, two hits, two outfield assists. Last night, on Monday night, it was the power that made the difference as he delivered the three-run over that really blew the game open for the Braves. So on back-to-back nights, and most importantly in different ways, Ronald Acuna Jr. was able to get the job done and impact the Braves' ability to win in multiple ways. One night it can be power. One night it can be speed. The other night it could be in the field. And the great thing about it is on many nights, you'll get multiple different ways in which he'll be able to contribute. And if he can consistently do that in 100% health, the Braves are likely going to win a lot of games. But another key takeaway from last night in terms of the team in general was just a great overall defense. Austin Riley made a great play. Orlando Arcia continued to show off well um, in the field also. It was a very good team victory in terms of the performance from Dodd, the overall bullpen performance as well, but also the defense of the Braves. And again, as I mentioned, one of the things that could really separate the Braves from other teams in the National League is how consistent they could be at winning in different ways. Think about it so far this year. The first game of the season, they were able to do it through timely hitting. And of course, Max Reed having a good start on the mound. And then in the second game, and the fourth game, the way that they were able to get it done is just purely outpowering their opponent. But then last night, the power was definitely there, but the offense overall wasn't at the same level. It was the defense and the bullpen that got the job done. The Braves have shown through the first five games of the season that they can win in multiple different ways. So if one aspect, maybe the offense not clicking, you know, throughout the whole game, maybe that's not available on a Tuesday night. Well, perhaps defense in the bullpen is to get the job done. The Braves being able to feature multiple different aspects of the game of baseball that they can play at an elite level in order to get wins, that is what is going to allow for them to consistently be able to win games, especially as they continue to hope that the starting pitching staff figures itself out as April progresses. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So just like this past Sunday and just like yesterday, Wednesday will be a yet another day in which many eyes in Braves country will be on both Gwinnett and Atlanta. As Kyle Wright will get his first start of the season at Gwinnett, while Bryce Elder will get his second start of the season and first start in Atlanta for the Braves as they look to conclude their series in St. Louis. Now, of course, with Bryce Elder getting the start in the sixth game of the season, him being brought up to the Braves was a corresponding move for the Braves putting ace Max Freed on the 15-day IL due to a strained hamstring. Again, we've not really gotten any type of time frame when Max Freed may once again be available. The Braves likely are going to do everything they can to be as cautious as possible, and that makes perfect sense, especially with how well the offense is playing this early in the season. There's no need to try to rush Freed back, make sure that when he goes next, he'll be 100% healthy. So the Braves are going to be as cautious as possible, so it may be a longer-than-expected time uh, than many of us have for Max Freed to be back. Make sure you stick with the Battery Power Podcast Network and BatteryPower.com for the latest when it comes to Max Freed. But in the meantime, if it's going to be you know a matter of weeks instead of a matter of days before Max Freed is available, the Braves are going to have to find other names to rely upon. Now, for Kyle Wright, the focus, again, is just for him to get through tomorrow's start with good health, you know, feeling good, feeling as if he's getting closer to the form that he was last year, making sure the velocity and the overall commander there, just like Michael Soroka was able to display on Tuesday. That's the focus for Kyle Wright with Gwinnett. But in my opinion, for Bryce Elder, there's a golden opportunity for him to really be able to establish himself as potentially that reliable name over the next few weeks, if he could put together a good start against St. Louis. Last year, Bryce Elder did very well in in stepping in for the Braves when they needed spot starts made so they can get extra rest for their main starters. He did very well. Now, of course, he faced off against the Marlins and the Nationals mostly. He's going to be facing, you know, a higher level of competition and quality against the Cardinals. But if Bryce Elder can, you know, meet the opportunity, you know, on Wednesday, just like Dylan Dodd did last night, that'll be a great development for the Braves. So I do think that it's a golden opportunity for Bryce Elder to really get off his 2023 season to a start to where he can remain a reliable option for the Braves rotation as they continue to see several of their, you know, most, you know, reliable or highest ceiling names work their way back to Atlanta. So hopefully... Bryce Elder, once again, nothing really dominant is needed, but if Bryce Elder can simply find a way to get through the Cardinals lineup, you know, two times or so in tonight's, in this afternoon's game, hopefully the Braves offense will once again be, will be able to get the job done. And speaking of the Braves offense, one thing last night, you know, we talk about the many aspects in which the Braves can be able to get the job done. Last night, what really helped them out was production from the bottom of the order. Sean Murphy... Kevin Pillar, Orlando Arcia all contributed a hit. Orlando Arcia, obviously, a big home run. Sean Murphy, an RBI single to extend the lead. That was such a huge key to how often the Braves won from June 1st on of last season that if the Braves can, can simply continue to see some sort of production from the bottom of their order each and every night, 
That's just going to put more base runners on from when you roll over to the top of the order and you arguably have the best top three in baseball. And Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, and Austin Riley ready to produce with runners on base once they step to the plate. Now, maybe hard to expect that to be there consistently, but as long as at least one of the, you know, six or nine batters are having a good night, that typically is going to put the Braves in a better position more often than not to keep their offense consistent. And do want to shine a spotlight specifically on Orlando Arcia. Just like last year, Arcia is getting off to a very good start at the plate. He's shown that he can be reliable in the field. I'm not necessarily to the point of saying that he clearly was the right choice to be starting at shortstop right now for the Braves. But he obviously is showing that there's a reason why the Braves made the decisions that they did because of the confidence that they have in him. And of course, the you know extension that he signed right before the season also proves that. Orlando Arcia seems to be perfectly fine and seems to perfectly understand that all that he needs to do is just offer reliability instead of being a liability. He doesn't need to overstep his efforts. He doesn't need to try to be somebody that he's not. He just needs to be a solid, consistent source of defense at shortstop and also provide the occasional boost offensively when the opportunity presents itself. Just like he's done, you know, in getting the first RBI of the season, just like he did last night in hitting a home run. If Orlando Arcia can just simply, consistently know that he can play to his capability and again, be reliable in terms of what's expected of him instead of being a liability, that'll be a huge, huge boost. For the Braves. Because again, if they can get solid defense from him up the middle, you've got Sean Murphy, obviously, the defense behind the plate, with the shift being a bit more limited this year than it was last year, with stolen bases being a bigger threat this year than they were last year. Having good, reliable defense at shortstop and behind the plate is going to be such a huge boost to the Braves. And if they can get some, you know, significant offensive production from each of those spots as well, that's just the cherry on top or the icing on the cake. So definitely a lot of accolades to, you know, and a lot of positive energy towards Orlando Arcia, who has certainly held his own through the first week of the season. You have to hope that that will remain consistent as time goes on. So the Braves are now 4-1 and on the season. They'll be going up against the Cardinals once again this afternoon. Bryce Elder on the mound for the Braves. The hope is, is that, again, he'll be able to limit the offense early enough on to where the Braves can really find you know, their ability to produce offense early in the game to get the job done. And, of course, that will end the second series of the season for the Braves before they head back to Atlanta for the home opener on Thursday. Of course, make sure you stick with the Battery Power Podcast Network for all the latest when it comes to the Braves through the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the podcast to be named later. You can find all of that great content free on all podcast platforms. Just hit the subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Until next time, go Braves. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. 
So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.